Hey, this is Beth, labor and delivery nurse in College Station, Texas, and this is Clinical Pearls. In August 2020, ACOG will release a new committee opinion, which is number 809, which replaces the previous one on human papillomavirus vaccination. HPV causes significant morbidity and mortality in both men and women. The HPV vaccine significantly reduces the incidence of anogenital cancer and genital warts in women and in men. Human papillomavirus vaccines are among the most effective vaccines worldwide, with unequivocal data demonstrating greater than 99% efficacy when administered to women who have not yet been exposed to that particular type of HPV. So in this podcast, we're going to review this soon-to-be-released committee opinion, again, number 809, on human papillomavirus vaccination. HPV is associated with anogenital cancer, including cervical, vaginal, vulvar, penile, and anal, and oropharyngeal cancers, which is the back of the tongue and even the tonsillar area. Human papillomaviruses are also associated with genital warts. Of the more than 150 HPV genotypes, 13 genotypes have been shown to cause cervical cancer. Now, despite the success of cervical cancer screening in the U.S., each year cervical cancer is diagnosed in more than 13,000 women and nearly 4,000 die from the disease. Most cases of cervical cancer occur in women who have had inadequate screening. About 90% of cases of genital warts are caused by HPV genotypes 6 and 11. Human papillomavirus-associated cancer in men is actually increasing in the U.S. because of the increase in screening in women. This is also true that HPV-associated anal and vulvar cancers are also on the rise. Currently, in the U.S., the 9-valent vaccine is the only HPV vaccine that's available for HPV in this country. The Advisory Committee on Immunization Practice and ACOG recommend routine HPV vaccination for girls and boys at the target age of 11 to 12 years, but it may be given as early as 9 years of age. Although OBGYNs are not likely to care for many patients in this recommended HPV vaccination target population, they do have an opportunity to provide catch-up vaccination for girls and women aged 13 and older, and it's an opportunity to discuss with them HPV vaccine as they enter the reproductive years. OBGYNs should assess and vaccinate adolescent girls and young women with the HPV vaccine during the catch-up period, which is between the ages of 13 and 26. And this is regardless of sexual activity, prior exposure to HPV, or sexual orientation. Now, if they were not vaccinated in the target age of 11 to 12, this catch-up period of ages 13 to 26 is not only vital for education, but for this catch-up vaccination. Further, OBGYNs and other healthcare professionals should educate parents in their decision-making regarding these vaccines for their daughters and their sons. 
Now, finally, for some women aged 27 to 45 who were previously unvaccinated, then OBGYNs and other healthcare professionals should use shared clinical decision-making regarding HPV vaccination in this higher age yet still FDA-approved population. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in just a minute. All right, podcast family, what follows next is we're going to talk about the HPV vaccine in three different patient populations. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's start with vaccination timing and number of doses for children and adolescents. This is the 9 to 14 year age age group. So the target age for HPV vaccination is 11 to 12 years. So for immunocompetent girls and boys who receive their first dose of HPV vaccine before 15 years of age, here's a clinical pearl. Only two doses are needed because the immune response that develops at this age provides antibody levels equivalent to those in patients who receive three doses at 15 years of age and older. Here's what the timing looks like. The timing of the two doses is zero, which is baseline, and then again at six to 12 months. Now, the six-month interval between these two doses is critical because it ensures an adequate immune titer and durability of protection. If the interval between the two doses is less than five months, like, you know, sometimes I just want to get done with it, a third dose then is recommended. Studies show that two doses of HPV vaccine given six months apart in individuals aged 9 to 14 years resulted in antibody titers equal to those in individuals aged 15 to 26 who were given the three dosages. So once again, the clinical pearl is only two dosages, 6 to 12 months apart, are needed if HPV vaccination is initiated before age 15 in both boys and girls. Next, we're moving on to teens and adults. This is the 15 to 26 year age age group, and this is typically where OBGYNs will see the patients. If girls or boys receive their first dose at age 15 or older, then three dosages are needed. These are given at zero, which is baseline, one to two months after the first dose, and then six months after the first dose. So again, zero, one to two months, and then six months after the first unvaccinated women aged 26 years and younger should receive the HPV vaccine series regardless of sexual activity, prior exposure to HPV, or sexual orientation. Vaccination is recommended for women through age 26 years, even if the patient is tested positive for HPV DNA on pap smear testing or some other screen. But remember that testing for HPV DNA is not recommended just because you're going to give her the vaccine. We move on to the adult population, which is ages 27 to 45 for this discussion. The HPV vaccine, remember, is now licensed in the U.S. for women and men through age 45. Although administration of the HPV vaccine is safe in this age group and can prevent new infections in women not previously exposed to the HPV-type protection generated by the vaccine, most women in this age range will have been exposed to HPV already. 
the overall public health benefit of HPV vaccination in women aged 27 to 45 is markedly diminished compared with its use in the target age range. All right, podcast family, remember that ACOG's favorite words is, quote, shared decision-making, end quote, because in this higher age population, remember that some of the benefits may be reduced, but there's still some benefits. Those women aged 27 to 45 who are most likely to benefit from this HPV vaccine are those who are at greater risk for HPV exposure or acquisition. That can include younger women in this age population, women who are not in committed monogamous relationships in women with recently diagnosed STIs. Now, when counseling patients, clinicians should explain that women in this 27 to 45-year age population and in long-term monogamous relationships are not likely at risk of acquiring a new HPV infection. That's why, remember, it's part of shared decision-making. Now, clinicians should also keep in mind, according to the college, that catch-up HPV vaccination is not recommended for all adults over 26 years of age. ACOG states that an individual who received the quadrivalent HPV vaccine before should not be revaccinated with the nine-valent in the 27 to 45-year age period. Let's talk about pregnancy next. In the new committee opinion, ACOG has a slight blurb on a, quote, special population, which is pregnant women. HPV is not recommended during pregnancy. However, routine pregnancy testing is not recommended before vaccination. When the vaccine has been inadvertently administered to a pregnant woman, safety data are reassuring, although the data are somewhat limited because the vaccine is not used routinely in pregnancy. Patients in OBGYNs or other healthcare professionals are encouraged to register women exposed to the nine-valent HPV vaccine around the time the pregnancy began or during pregnancy by contacting the manufacturer. Now, what happens if the vaccine starts and then the patient becomes pregnant? Well, if a vaccine series is started and then the patient becomes pregnant, completion of the vaccine series should be delayed until that pregnancy is completed. It is not necessary to restart the series. The HPV vaccine can and should be given to breastfeeding women aged 26 years and younger who have not previously been vaccinated. The HPV vaccine has not been shown to affect the safety of breastfeeding for these women or their infants. All right, podcast family, let's wrap this up and get out of here. Let's talk about booster vaccines. Is that required? Well, the durability of the immune response, in other words, how long protection lasts for this HPV vaccine, is being monitored in long-term studies. And currently, here's a clinical pearl, there is no indication for a booster vaccine. The vaccine series does not need to be restarted in the case of a delay in administration of the second or third dose, and here's the catch, regardless of the amount of time of the delay. So that's good news. You don't have to restart the series because the second or third shot was late. Further, revaccination with the nine-valent HPV vaccine in individuals who previously completed the three-dose series with the quadrivalent HPV vaccine or even the bivalent is not a routine recommendation. (music) 
And just like that, we're done. We have reviewed the new upcoming ACOG committee opinion, number 809, which replaces the previous one on human papillomavirus vaccination. Thanks for being part of our podcast family, and we'll see you next time right here on Clinical Pearls.